0: I want you to be your natural, organic, authentic self, whatever, whatever you want to share with the world, share it with the world um, and show up that way. And so instead of fake it till you make it, why not like show up as your next level self? Who do you want to be? Title aside, because titles can vary for the same role at different companies. So like, what do you want to do and how are you going to show up to do that?
1: Every epic adventure needs a treasure map. And every career journey needs a purpose and strategy. So let's take this trek together. This is your Career GPS. Welcome back to Your Career GPS, the podcast designed to help teens, young adults, college students, and new grads navigate their personal career journey. We're coming off an amazing series of a couple of different episodes that really uh, resonated strongly with me. I know they did with Cassie, and, and we just hit some incredible content. Last week's episode with Jenna was uh, extremely insightful, talking about internships and experiential learning opportunities and ways to stand out, and just a just a wealth of information. And we took so much from that episode. And I'm ready to keep this momentum going into today. But, you know, as much as we promote a lot of really great things that young people can do in their careers to really you know, build momentum and start their careers off the right way. Get connected with the right people. Become self-aware. Learn how they're going to navigate um, these really, really tumultuous times that we've been dealing with. A lot of times, you know, we're going to encounter some difficulties. We're going to encounter. Uh, problems, right? Things are not always going to go the way that we want them to. And we're going to find ourselves in um, in pretty precarious situations. And so we have such an important topic today, which is self-care. And it's something that uh, we've put a big emphasis on here over the course of this podcast, and we'll continue to do that. Uh, we want you to stay mindful of moving forward. But uh, we really wanted to spend an entire episode addressing this particular situation as it pertains to our careers. So, in light of that, we have an incredible guest. Shel Shapiro is here with us today. And uh, if you don't know uh, very much about Shell, I want to introduce you to her. She is a LinkedIn connection facilitator and career development coach. She empowers job seekers to get hired by the right employers for the right reasons. She teaches content strategy and is available for resume reviews. She's an author, a speaker. She inspires others to work smarter, not harder, to have a voice and to use it, to speak up immediately when threatened with any sexual misconduct at work. So after 13 years in a job where she felt like a slave, Shell learned the hard way that being a good person does not mean that you have to put up with other people's crap. I like that. <laughs> she, knows, she now knows that it takes courage and confidence to build up love for yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, even though other people love you, it is impossible to feel that love. That's very, very impactful. So welcome, Shell.
0: Thank you so much, Brad and Cassie, for having me here today. Uh, this is a message that resonates throughout my entire body. It like it speaks from my soul. Um, I even wrote a book about it. Mm-hmm. It is so important to take care of yourself and to remember to love yourself first. Uh, and I think it's important for students that are about to graduate as you enter the workforce, uh, think about like, what that means in terms of boundaries and how you navigate the world, your work life balance, if there's a difference, if they're the same. Um and and that way you don't get lost in your own sauce. You know what I mean? Like you you have to start out right out the gate, like being the driver of your own car.
2: Yeah. I think this is such an important topic to be talking about and you have such an important story um, in your book and, you know, through the time that I've gotten to know you as well. And so um, can you talk a little bit more about what happens when you're not honoring yourself and your feelings enough? And can you share a little bit more about that experience for yourself?
0: Yeah, this is so important. So thank you for asking that. So a lot of things can happen. When you're not honoring yourself, um, when you're like just on that hamster wheel day in, day out and just like grinding forward because, you know, you think that you're going to get noticed. You think that, you know, your work is going to count for something and get recognized. But what can happen is, is burnout. And I experienced that personally in a lot of ways, uh, personally and professionally, my mind, my, and my body like completely, Broke down. I experienced symptoms of um, acid reflux, heartburn. Like, I'm talking like consistent, constant body pains. Uh, I don't mean like every now and then, like, it would pop up. No, like, I had like raging symptoms that, like, I just thought I what, am I eating too many spicy foods? No, like, this was an ongoing thing. And even to the point of, like, having chest pains and palpitations and panic attacks, um, at one point, like, I was curled up on the floor in the fetal position in my office at work, and, like, I was bawling uncontrollably and couldn't stop. And, like, who wants to get to that point of breaking down? So, it's important to recognize those things early on and, I think it's also important to recognize that like, even when you ask for help, which is something that I did, other people aren't in a place to know how to recognize it or know what to do with it. And so I had recognized my signs and symptoms early on and started asking for help. And everybody just kept telling me to suck it up, stick it out, it'll get better. No, we just need you to keep doing all the things. And so even though I... Was courageous enough to recognize that I needed help and ask for it. Nobody else knew what to do with that, and so they just didn't. So I, I really want to empower uh, the younger generation and and all job seekers alike. Recognize the signs, but then put yourself in a position to have the tools and resources to get yourself out of it. Because other people might not know how to, and you need to know what you need to do for your own sanity and your health.
1: Yeah, that's an important message. And, you know, one of the things as we were kind of preparing for today, I I did start reading your book. I'm a a couple of chapters in and I didn't want to go too deep because I wanted some of this to be new. (laughs) And I wanted to sort of experience it for the first time. But um, that was pretty powerful um, in the first few chapters about your experiences at, at your work and what you encountered there and to the degree that it was impacting you. And so, Now, kind of, I was kind of curious about really what was the spark that made you say, you know what, I need to share this message. I need to put this out in a book.
0: As you continue to read in the book, um, and certainly you've probably read a lot of this up until now, it didn't just happen overnight. Like the things just kept happening. Uh, All the different things, like sexual advances, light touch here and there, Um, even sexual misconduct aside. People just expecting me to do all the things, uh, delegate, but then still micromanage, do more, so that other people didn't have anything on on their plate and they could just skate by. Um, it built, got up to a point where like I knew that something needed to change, and I don't know if you've gotten to the point of operation separation yet uh, in the book, but like I just knew that I had to get out of there. Um, and it didn't matter what anybody else said or thought or did or put on me externally. Like I knew that like something needed to change for me. And, and so I separated myself. I took two weeks. Um, I tried to leave the company in as good of a position as possible so that I didn't necessarily have to feel any of that. And then I made a pact with myself if I feel even a little bit better. I'm going to leave after this. Uh, this is it's the time to do it. It doesn't matter if I i like I left and I didn't even have another job lined up. That's how detrimental it had become. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we we're conditioned to be planners to like know what's coming next. You can't leave until you have another job lined up. You have to know where the money is coming from, how mm-hmm. you're going to support yourself. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't matter to me. Like, the money will work itself out. I will figure the work out. I will figure every, all my life out. And so I, for the first time ever, didn't have a plan. And that was okay with me. That was perfectly okay. And I got to the end of that and I was like, I actually, I do feel a little bit better. I like now, now ever anything is possible. Everything is possible because I've seen the other side and you can't go back.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think so many people struggle with that planning mindset like you're talking about and I know I've had conversations with job seekers who are are kind of at this point like you're talking about of just being at the end and that fear of moving on without something but I think you know when your overall well-being is at risk um definitely worth taking that that step for yourself. Yeah. A lot of the young professionals that we work with, um, you know, kind of face that similar pressure um, to just kind of get through it like you were told and to told it, will you know, told that it will get better, Um, kind of that fake it till you make it attitude and find themselves in situations where they're not valued or where they're given tons of work um, and it's not delegated appropriately and that type of thing. How can a young professional in this situation start to make a shift and start to advocate for themselves a little bit more and, and hopefully before it gets too bad?
0: Yeah, so you're talking about faking it till you, making, you make it. And that's, I'm going to flip that on its head a little bit because why do you want to fake anything? I want you to be your natural organic, authentic self, whatever whatever you want to share with the world, share it with the world um, and show up that way. And so instead of fake it till you make it, why not like show up as your next level self? Who do you want to be? Title aside, because titles can vary for the same role at different companies. So like, what do you want to do? And how are you going to show up to do that? and then own the crap out of that. Like I am shell 2.0, 3.0. Like you're all, if you're, if you want to be that, that's how you have to show up. Do it. Embody that. You don't have to fake anything because that's what you want. So that's who you are. And I think when you live more authentically and show up that way, or at least start to, you'll notice that like you don't have to worry about when the next thing is going to come when you're going to get promoted because doors will just open for you. you've put yourself where you want to be found, yeah
1: what I really like about that is it um, it certainly brings back or reminds me of the episode that we had with Kyle Elliott a few weeks ago where we talked about authenticity and that was that was really the consistent theme throughout that one is is that if you if you really really honor your true north, you respect who you are and what you bring to the table and present that from day one opportunities will sort of mold around that rather than you feeling like you have to fit into all of these individual boxes and try to to um, sort of manipulate yourself you know so I really really like that it's a, a fantastic way to put that now one of the things that obviously came up for you and I think this, certainly, you know, um, you know, has a, has a big impact for a lot of individuals who are going through this right now, who are, you know, really at that first job and they want to make a good impression. They want to get off to the right start, but they're already trapped. They're already in that, that state where they are, um, you know, going along to get along and doing things more, um, you know, just as, as an attempt to try to appease everybody else. But, I think you have an incredible story to be able to kind of say, wait a minute, you know, that's a route that you don't want to be taking. So what are maybe some of the long-term ramifications that that could impose on somebody if they keep that up for too long?
0: Well, I think it's important to identify as soon as you can, as early on in your career, maybe before you even get started in your career while you're finishing up college or high school, Mm -hmm. figure out what problem you want to solve? Like, Mm -hmm. what's your why? Um, And I know probably a lot of your guests have already talked about finding your why, find what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, why do you have to go along to get along? Why do your parents, your mentors, your teachers, your peers, why are you going to let them push you in a direction that doesn't feel authentic to you? You know what I mean? So really, the sooner that you can tap into your own self and and that true north that you're talking about brad um the easier time you're gonna have when it comes to progressing in your career like i hope if you get nothing else from these conversations that like you at least are in a better direction to navigate your own career path and figure out what you want to do where you could potentially insert yourself to help um whether or not you stay in the same industry, you have slightly different roles, that can change over time. You do not need to stay stuck in a same in the same role just like to go along to get along if it doesn't feel right for you anymore. People outgrow their roles. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're still continuing with your why and what you want to keep solving, and even maybe the problem changes. The solution the solution to that problem might change. But as long as you stay connected to that. I I think you're setting yourself up for career success right from the beginning.
2: I think that's so great and such an important message, right? That your why can stay the same even if the job is changing or the solution is you know, changing a little bit here and there. So definitely a good message. And directly in line with the work that you do, Shell, you're not just empowering others that you work with, but you're also helping them market themselves and to find careers that they love and that are a good fit for them in all aspects of that. Can you talk about some examples of using self-care in the framework of personal branding and job searching and how all of that kind of works together in the work that you do?
0: Yeah. So when it comes to branding yourself and showing up uh, for yourself and in the places, putting yourself in the places where you want to be seen and heard, um, Branding is really important and some of the things that go along with that in order to show up so authentically you, you have to have some some sort of boundaries in place. You have to know what you want, what you're looking for. You can't just like blindly put yourself out there and like, all right, whatever sticks, whatever hits. Okay. I'm open to opportunities. That's not how it works. You have to like be really intentional to know what you're going after. Um, and then like i said put yourself in those situations but like know your boundaries know what your limits are do you want a large company do you want a small company do you want to be your own boss do you want to work for somebody else do you want to work part-time like know what the company culture maybe is a little bit um get to know all those factors and what will work for you because when you do connect with another company or a potential employer you're interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing you to see if it's a good fit. And if your boundaries are already being crossed, if you're putting yourself out there and it doesn't feel quite right, but you're like doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are not aligned in the s- similar values and the things that you both want to get out of that opportunity, then like, what are you doing? Well, yeah. Show you have to figure out what your boundaries and your values are, and then find the opportunities that fit that.
1: Mm -hmm. And we were just coming off a really good discussion about values, (laughs) and very timely, very timely. But that is so true. And we have to be able to, you know, really enforce that message that there has to be those lines. Um, because they do run the risk of, of putting themselves in very compromising situations where they're being taken advantage of. And, um, that's in the job and that's not even considering just, just getting to the job. And that's one of the messages I know that Cassie and I emphasize with our, the students that we work with all the time is you have to be willing to say, all right, this is, you know, uh, this is what I can offer to this position. This is my value. This is my, what I can add, um, However, I'm not going to do anything and everything, (laughs) you know, you still have to have those lines, you know, because that's also helping them see the appropriate fit. And so, Yeah. yeah.
0: And to bring it right back around to branding as well, like your values and your boundaries are not necessarily going to be changing with every job that you apply for. That's something that's part of you that stays consistent. So that is part of your brand. That's your identity and how you show up and what you offer to other people and can add value. Uh, Mm -hmm. for them. So that, that's why it's so important when you're building up your brand recognition.
1: Yes. Yes. Now, one of the things that, um, that you had uh, dealt with and you continue to help people overcome is negative self-talk. And um, those are those, Really, really negative places, those dark places mentally that people can get to when they're stuck in situations like this um, that we've been talking about and um, how do you kind of help people work through that and and you know get to a place uh, of uh, a little bit more balance and being able to see things a little bit more optimistically
0: so uh, there's a lot of things that I've done in my personal life to mm-hmm. tap into uh, and break this cycle of negative, my negative mindset. Um, I'm a very positive person. I just always want to look at the brighter, look for the brighter side. I always want the glass to be half full. Um, but when you, if you find yourself in a toxic environment for an extended period of time, you're going to absorb that energy. Mm-hmm. And so be mindful to protect it. Uh, right. So there's little tricks and, and ways that I've found helpful and that I've shown other people as well to just like reframe your brain. And so uh, I talk about it in another context as well, but like a lot of times I'm also telling people to slow down, uh, take a breath. Mm -hmm. I'm very much when I, when I am aligned with something, go, 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 go. And so sometimes I skip a step or two and sometimes like that's, Not necessarily like where, how I, how I don't need to be driving that fast. Like I can pump the brakes a little bit. And so I remind people to also slow down themselves or have somebody that can actively or proactively slow them down too. Mm -hmm. to be like, all right, where can we dive in here? How can we pull this apart and see what really needs to happen? Mm -hmm. Um, And you can apply that to different parts and aspects of your personal and professional life as well. Like if you're feeling overwhelmed, break it apart break it into more manageable things in if it's like a productivity thing, then like do things in smaller chunks of time. Mm -hmm. Do only prioritize one thing at a time and like keep moving yourself forward in smaller increments because progress is still progress. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's also besides, you know, the mindset and like shifting from negative to positive imposter syndrome is real. Mm -hmm. Like that negative self-talk is real it rears its ugly head am i good enough am i doing the right thing do i need to be doing more should i be doing less do i need to be over here do i need to be over here who am i to like even command this authority as an expert in this field when like i haven't maybe proven myself or validated it all those things come up often and just remind yourself as much as you possibly can to have positive affirmations. If you need to have them on your mirror, on your wall, I have a huge one right next to me on this wall that says, all I do is win. Like I am good enough. I cannot fail. I am going to get the job done. Like these are things that I know about myself, but the more that you remind yourself of your good things that you know are true through and through, the more you keep telling yourself that the more that you stay in that positive
2: mindset. I think those daily affirmations and kind of that constant ritual of reminding yourself of the work that you're doing and the progress that you're making is so important and kind of leads perfectly into the next question about, you know, are there other things that people can be doing daily to help develop and improve their overall wellness and well being and to kind of make sure that they're staying on track with? their wellness, regardless of what that work situation may be.
0: So there's a few things that I like to help people do. And I definitely, I'm never going to tell anybody something that I haven't tried that I don't do myself um, because I want to make sure that it it at least works for me before (laughs) I tell you to try to do something. Um, And what what works for me, again, might not work for you. But I, I encourage people to try some of these things the way that I have. Meditation has really helped. Um mm-hmm. in fact, before our chat today, like I just recentered myself for ten minutes and like I i use the calm app. Some people like Headspace. Um mm-hmm. six of one, half a dozen of the other, whichever your preference is. Um, but it just like gets me back to center. It slows my breathing down, it gets me back to like basics of like, okay, now I can show up again. I am fully focused, I'm ready to go. Um, and so pick a time and time of the day that that works for you maybe do it when you first wake up in the morning maybe do it right before you fall asleep at night sometimes i do it you know i don't always do it at the exact same time kind of play around with what what works best for your your energy level but sometimes you need that reset throughout the day to like unclutter your brain um and again i talked about slowing slowing down and doing that breath work to like get yourself back to basics but like if you find yourself overwhelmed and stressed and kind of like flailing and you don't know what to do, de- do next, like, I don't have to-do lists anymore. Those are gone. Like, <laughs> I maybe write three things down every day that are like, all right, it would be great if I got these three things done. Uh-huh. And that's not, those are like my top priorities. What can I do today to help move me forward?
1: Uh-huh.
0: And take away the expectation on your and the pressure on yourself to get all three of those things done. Get one done. How good will you feel if you just get one of those things done? You don't have to get all three. If you get two, great. If you do get all three, hall- hallelujah, let's do a dance. But like celebrate the small wins too. Like w- one still moves you forward. So one is is good.
1: Yes. Yes. I love that you are promoting meditation, and it's something that I I try to get people to do on a consistent basis. I remind them that this is a very, very healthy practice, and the ones that do reap the benefits. I mean, they, they always... I mean it is one of it's a secret sauce. I mean it really really is. When you think about just the nature of stress and anxiety, it's, so much of it is about fear and anticipation of the future and uncontrolled events and everything is is external. It's outside of you. By taking the time to center on yourself in a present moment, you're doing the exact opposite of that for a minute. You're you're removing yourself from all of that. So it's such a healthy healthy thing to do. I'm so glad that you brought that up so as we kind of like start putting a close on today's episode, I want to ask you a pretty impactful question that we asked all of our guests. And I know it's, it's pretty broad. It's pretty loaded, but <laughs> we love to ask, you know, if, if you could go back in time and you could give yourself a valuable piece of career advice, and it's something that you wish that you had when you were kind of starting out and starting your journey, like a lot of our listeners are, what would that be?
0: Uh, it's always hard to just give one I know. <laughs> uh, because, because there's so many good nuggets. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give you two. Uh, two that's two's, fine. two's fine. <laughs> so, so the first one, like message to like my younger self and anyone else that mm-hmm. like can relate is you don't have to be what everybody wants you to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and And recognize that like you can be your own person. You can do things your own way. You can create your own path and set the course to your, to the beat of your own drum. You don't necessarily need to do it somebody else's way because, mm-hmm. as you mentioned often, you are one of one. <laughs> uh, like there is nobody else who's going to do what you do and do it the way that you do it. So own the crap out of that. Right. Figure out what what your path is. Uh, and the second thing, uh, tying back to people being afraid and leaning into fear, do it anyway. Fail forward. Um, you're only a failure if you say you're a failure. Nobody else can put that external pressure on you. So when you lean into your fears, do it scared. Whether that's a fear of failing, whether that's a fear of success, wh- whatever that fear is, like realize that like even if it came true, you could still pick yourself right back up learn from it and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. So fail forward because if you're stuck, you're not going to get anywhere and who wants to stay stuck forward motion.
1: I love that. I love that. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it's so true. It is so true. Uh, Sometimes we have to be willing to put ourselves at risk of failure, but you know, they are, really incredible learning experiences and we have to treat them as such because then it takes the fear away um, because you realize you're still moving. You're still, as you said, falling forward, <laughs> you know? Um, so I love that. I really do. So, uh, Shell, thank you so much. Um, you provided us, us with just some incredible takeaways today. And I'm sure, I'm sure our listeners are want to get connected with you and learn about your book and all of that kind of stuff. So where can our listeners find you?
0: Yeah. Oh man, these are, these are some good ones. And I await these connections. Um, so on Instagram, you can connect with me at shell station. That's C H E L L E S T A T I O N. My website is the same www.shellstation.com. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn, Michelle Shapiro, NYC. That's Michelle with two L's, not one. Mm Uh, there are so many Michelle Shapiros in the world, so I had to distinguish <laughs> myself a little bit. And also, my book is out now on Amazon, Loving Yourself Isn't Selfish, so you can grab that as well.
2: Awesome. I'm so excited for everyone listening to connect with you and to find you on on all platforms um, and to read your book. I know I really enjoyed it, and I'm sure as Brad finishes it up, he will enjoy it as well. And like Brad said, I think there was just so many wonderful takeaways for listeners today and really thinking about, you know, how taking care of yourself isn't selfish. And there's a lot of really small things that we can all be doing daily throughout our careers that kind of help keep us centered and help keep us in line with our why, um, and doing work that's important, but also taking care of ourselves, um, at the same time. And it seems all too fitting that uh, before we started recording, we all mentioned like how nice the weather is today. And like, I'll probably go take a quick walk after this Mm -hmm. um, as my own little wellness (laughs) into the afternoon. So Shell can't thank you enough um, for being on with us today and for chatting with us and most importantly for sharing your story because it's an important one to, to share, um, and stay tuned, um, for some episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks. We're continuing to cover some really great topics and, um, you know, helping you with your career and job search and all of that. So don't forget to subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, we also have our Instagram. So make sure you give us a follow over there at your career GPS podcast. Until next time, this is your career GPS and your journey awaits.